0: If I knew this sooner, my life would probably be different back then, but I'm grateful for it now, and so let's talk. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to The Real Life Podcast, your host, Tahira Young. I'm so excited with another brand new episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really, truly appreciate your love and support doing our new episodes as we come out every single week Uh, once again don't forget to give us a review and go ahead and give us some star ratings let us know how we're doing and don't forget to share our podcast with everyone that, that you love and care for because we have an important message each time our episode comes out all right everyone let's tune in to our episode today let's get into it And let's just have a conversation because I have a real life story to tell, but I also have a backstory too, so let's let's jump in. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode, thank you guys so much for tuning in today once again, and as you guys can already tell by the title of this episode, we're actually going to get into uh, what almost ruined my life, and... How did I overcome this amazing thing Well, this challenging thing that made me the person I am today? All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it again. Um, Yeah, everybody. So I really don't talk about this story very often, but I feel like since this is a real life podcast and I feel like I'm giving you real life experiences and stories, so I felt like this was not only the time but but piggyback off of last week's episode of the mental health. Now let's go into the backstory. Now I was always ashamed of who I was, what transpired in my life, the challenges, the difficulties, the 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 pain, the heartache, what really almost really ended my my, my life the way I had it, um, and what did I do to kind of overcome that, to be the person I am today. So in my life, as you guys can pretty much tell from last week's episode that I've been dealing with mental health pretty much my almost my whole life, and it wasn't until I was around six, about 15, 16 years old, I had a really, really bad time dealing with not only me being a teenager, but dealing with, you know, my mental health and having really deep down depression and feeling like I was an outcaster, right? Trying to people, trying to trying to please people, trying to make friends when they weren't really right for me. Um, trying to follow other people, trying to ask for other people's opinions you know, things like that. It was just really not a good good overall experience for me. Um, I remember when I was moving moving and switching high schools, um, I did not want to do that. I was trying to find myself at a very young age and trying to identify who was I. And I did not really establish that until I was 30-something years old. Um, yeah, that's you heard right. <laughs> It didn't take, it took me over two decades to figure out who I was. Um, And so, by not finding out who I was through my mental health, it was a really hard and rough road. Um, I didn't feel comfortable opening up to family because when I tried, it was like shot down. Be like, you're okay, there's no need for you to talk about this stuff. And I don't know if they felt um, embarrassed or uneducated or unexperienced to help, kind of help a young a young female um, with mental health. Um, they were just in this super, 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 super denial that there was even a problem. And so when I talk with a friend of mine in school, just writing letters back and forth because... I didn't want to verbally talk. I wanted to I wanted to write out what I was feeling and how I was feeling. And so I wrote out how I was feeling. And it was very concerning to her, so she just you know, took it to a teacher and the teacher read it and was like, "Holy crap, we've got to do something immediately." Um, had someone come over to my home and speak to me about what I wrote and I'm like, yeah, I wrote it and that's how I feel and this is how I still feel Um, and, you know, spoke to family and said, you know, this is what she's experiencing, this is what she wrote you know, what is your intake how you're going to handle it I think that she may need to go you know, get checked out by a doctor you know, get properly diagnosed maybe some medication if, if need be um, but helping her, um, get through those things, those, those challenging moments and those feelings that I was having. Um, and it was like, yeah, no, no, we're not doing it. Um, in super denial, obviously, and made me feel like I was like the, the black sheep of the family. Um, it felt like I was an outcaster felt like I was not being heard or seen in that moment, in that time. It made me feel really, really bad and feel guilty for even speaking out about what I truly felt and how I was feeling and what I was actually going through during that time. So I just said, okay, you know what, whatever, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to keep it to myself. So I did just that. I did not talk to anyone about how I was truly feeling. I kept it bottled up inside, I let it fester, and so I started drinking at a very young age. Started drinking at 14 and um, continued drinking until I was 20. And I know something at 20 just kind of switched light, I don't know, an epiphany, I don't know what to call it. Something happened at 20 where I stopped drinking altogether (laughs) because I think it's because I started at a very young age. Started drinking at 14 to 20, and then I drunk really, really hard and heavy and was, you know, going down a path that I may not be able to come back from. I started to go down that path that I may not be able to come back from. And I think at 20 is when it was like, yeah, no, you're going to go down into a much, much deeper, dark path that you probably won't be able to come out of, or... Um, or it's going to take you long to come out of. And so I just, I was at a crossroads at 20, and I was like, a path to the right could be a path that you can work through what you need to work through with time. You get to have what you want. You get to have a career. You get to do all the things that you're wanting to do that you never got to do. you know, get the help, get the support that you need in this right side of the path. The left side of the path was, okay, continue to keep doing what you're doing, but you're going to go into a dark path where you're going to lose literally everything, um, where you could possibly lose your life. You could turn to drugs. You can turn into, turn to, you know, a really, really dark place. Um, so obviously I chose the right side. However, that right side was not that glorifying flying, rainbow sunshine path. It was still a dark path at the beginning. Um, so take away the drinking. So the drinking stops 20 years old, getting into a relationship with a very older person who had a family of his own um and that was more of like my way of crying for help in a sense now I'm looking back at it um but I wanted a family that I could love and love me back I wanted to have children that I could love um I wanted a um a career that's going to make me some money that's going to support me and my family a partner that you know could love me unconditionally and understand my flaws but also something that um, having that love that I never really truly got. Um, Little to say that the dark side of that path um, at the very beginning was more secrets, more deceiving, more putting on a show, um, more people pleasing, more depressive and alone states more seeking more seeking love outside of myself um me making the wrong decisions multiple 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 times making the same mistakes over and over again and um also to just not feeling like I belonged even though I had created a life that I always wanted always wanted to have and I still wasn't happy and I had to define out what actually made me happy and so I took a long hard look of you know all the things that life had given me and um look at the a life that I honestly thought was the bomb shit but it wasn't the bomb shit it was a wrecking time bomb um Uh, You know, there was a lot of arguments and a lot of disagreements and a lot of deception and a lot of like not being honest. Um, A lot of lacking a lot of different things, lacking communication, a lack of of a lot of love. Um, Love was coming from a different place, a place that was not even reconciled, not reconciled, Um, wasn't even reconciled. Reckonable, I want to say I'm getting my my words all tw- tongue twisted, but it, it was not even rec- recognizable. There we go. It wasn't even recognizable. Um, and I almost gave it all up. There was a point in time after all my kids were born. Um, as you guys heard, you me mentioned I went through postpartum depression and that was just really hard and really rough on my body my mental state and my emotional state, mostly my mental state. And I almost gave it up. Almost gave it up. I almost walked away from a marriage. I almost walked away from my kids. I almost walked away from everything and any any and everything that I ever knew possible justified happiness because I wasn't happy. I had a family. I had children. I had a husband. I had a career. And I still wasn't happy. Still was not happy. It, you know, there was multiple, multiple, multiple mental breakdowns I had over a couple of years, over, over 10 plus years of, of breakdowns. I've had three breakdowns in my life. First one I had when I was 16, and that was just like, hey, <laughs> I need help. Um, and then the second one when I was 24, I believe, 24, 25. And then the other one was in 2016. 16, yeah, I'm not sure how old I was. I believe I was 30. 30- 30 or 31 um so at the very beginning of my 30s um I'll just say that the beginning ages of I saw it pretty much in each decade so 16 and then 24 and then either 30 or 31 um and those are the three break, mental breakdowns that I've actually had um so it wasn't any infidelity going on whatsoever um it was almost consideration at some point and maybe like oh maybe if I just you know cheat or whatever, then it will be like, okay, in the marriage. Um, then, you know, if I just do this, I can just leave my husband without regrets and then, you know, leave him with the kids, let him raise the kids. So it was just a really dark place. Um, and it wasn't until 2017, 18, that I actually started to do my journey of healing. And um, I look within myself and ask myself questions. And then I had an epiphany um, during that time frame. And I felt like I had, well, I had an epiphany, but it was in my dream. And in my dream, it just asked me, okay, so just gave me a flashback of everything that I've done in my life so far. And, and I just kept saying, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. This mental health is taking over my life and I'm not doing okay i'm not okay i'm not happy and like i feel like i don't belong here and so that's the things i was saying then the epiphany was just like all right you do belong here you have you have people that support you you have lives to change not only for yourself but you have lives to change you have other people that needs you to help them support themselves. You need to find your own happiness. And yes, you have a life that you love. Technically, you've, you've created a life where you have a family, but the love is always there for you. You just have to accept it and let it enter you. And so I wasn't accepting it and letting it enter me, so I was just like blocking the love that I was getting. So... Um, with that being said, the Epiphany really taught me that what you're missing is your connection to yourself because you don't know who you are and you are um you're doing things other people are suggesting and recommending that you do. And so you're doing it and you think that's gonna help you fulfill your happiness, but it's not. You are creating a life for a family that you that you want and love and you have it, but it's not sustainable for you. So what do you need to do? And so what I needed to do was to be able to help me help myself far as far as connecting to myself. So what I did was like, I asked for a sign, give me a sign, give me something that's gonna help me in this direction. A little bit too holds. I had a family member watch my kids called me up and said, hey, um, I can no longer watch the kids anymore. You're gonna have to figure other arrangements out. And then I remember screaming and yelling like, okay, I just started this new job. I'm still on probation with this job. Um, probation meaning um, not like you're in trouble, but it's like, you can't get benefits. You can't get a raise. Uh, you can't set your hours, stuff like that until like 90 days so I was like I just started this job I know what to do and then like okay well you're gonna have to quit you're gonna have to figure it out you're just gonna have to do something so that was very uncomfortable for me honestly it was really really uncomfortable and I was scared and I was very feel. Uh, I was being in fear because I was like, what if this isn't work? I can't let everything on my husband to do things. And so I took a chance. I am a risk taker, so I do take a risk, even though it scares the hell out of me sometimes to take a risk. But as long as I know that I can overcome it and really plan it out to my best of my abilities, Nine out of ten, it actually works and works through. It may have a little hiccups along the way, but it does work. Um, so I did do that. So I quit my job, start watching. I believe it's my youngest because my other two kids were already in school, and I took a month, complete month off. I found a new job, but I was working from home. So I found out within a week of me leaving my, um, well, actually a few days after I quit my job. And then that's when I started working from home. So I did the interviews, got hired, of course, started in like the next month. And then I took the remaining of that month. So I pretty much took a whole month off of work and really sat with myself and said, okay, here is your 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 sign and here's your opportunity to start working on yourself so I did just that I worked on myself I learned so much new things about me what I like what I actually like to do what I enjoy doing um and all in the process of healing all the things that's happened in my past and it's only then and only it's at that moment Once I learned to accept, okay, this is your life. This is what your life used to be. This is what your life is now. And this is what your life could possibly be in the future. So you have to pick and choose on what you actually need to do now. So it was more like a guide for me to pick and choose like the right decisions. Actually thinking about the things, weighing the pros and cons, and then actually doing the thing and being committed to do it. And so I actually hired my first coach at the time, business coach, because I wanted to do my own business, even though I had just started this job. And I was like, I know this job right here is just temporary, so we'll stay here until I'm able to get my foot in the door, really figure out what kind of business I want, figure out um, you know, all the logistics behind that but also learning to love myself and learning to take care of me. And that's when I actually did the work. Um, So I was working full time at home, having the kids at home with me and working on myself, but also working with a coach that's gonna help me build my business, Um, help me give me the, the structure and the strategies to start building a business. And so I had all that going on. And in the midst of that, I had to tell myself, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty, because right now you're putting your relationship with your husband on hold temporarily right now until you fix you. And I had to say that and out loud and just tell him like, hey, I need to work on me, um... You know i still love you there's nothing you know you're not doing anything wrong you're doing everything great you're amazing but i need to do this for me because if i don't you're gonna lose me and i'm gonna lose myself even more so that is what i said and he was very understanding about that i continued to learn about more about myself and that's when i started to get into healing um, and that's when I actually got into healing. Um, and that's how I got into more of my spiritual side. Um, I actually learned about it. I actually did it for myself and I learned a lot. And still to this day, I'm still continuing my spirituality. I love it. I enjoyed it. Um, and as I started connecting more of the dots of myself and learning the new version of me... Um, I actually learned more about my spirituality. And it looks like, you know, I had multiple times in my younger ages, when I was in um, elementary school, middle school, and even, I believe, starting in high school too, that my spirituality wanted to come out in my personality. But I had certain, certain people stop me every time. And so I was like, okay, now I'm in my 30s, my early 30s now, and I don't have that person constantly around me to where they are going to stop me from doing it. So I took the chance and I went full fledged and I love every piece of it. So I'm starting, I start to connect the dots a little bit more and I understand a little bit why things kind of happened and played out the way they played out and my younger years, um, and why I actually ended up having mental health. So, um, that was just a, a story I wanted to share with you how mental health has went through my life over the years, but also what it almost took me to lose everything, um, and to where I've actually overcome all of those things So now I have a beautiful relationship with myself. I love myself. I love the new things that I enjoy. Um, and each time I do it, I learn a little bit more about me that I actually do like and love and what I don't tolerate anymore, what I don't take for granted, um, letting people love me the way they want, the way that I am loving myself um, and communicating I wasn't communicating at all for a long time and I communicate and then my husband says I communicate too, a little too much. Um, I communicate a little too much, but it is a good thing. It's a healthy thing. It's a healthy way to get things out. And so um, I really honestly just love the life I have created now because I'm talking with you all about my stories, but my real life story, the things that I don't really share on social media. Um, or I have never talked about before. So it's, it's a really insightful, really insightful that I'm able to um, share this story. Um, so if you are, you know, going through the motions, um, you're just may- finding out that you have mental health or your life in the past has been a rough one, um, if you feel like you've ever been the black sheep of the family, you felt like you can't be heard or seen, that, you know, anytime you have a new idea or, you know, think that this is going to go right, your path is going to go right, and you keep being stopped by something or someone, just know that just keep going. Keep going. Honestly, keep going. Because if you don't keep going, you're going to be miserable for a for the rest of your life, you're gonna be un- very unhappy. You are gonna walk away from, you know, important things and important people in your life. Um, you're gonna have so many different obstacles. Um, some are much harder, and you may not overcome those. Um, but if you keep going, you're gonna overcome those. Those those challenging, hard obstacles. I've had a lot of hard ones and there was moments I didn't think I was gonna get through it, but I, I I, got through it because I kept going. So keep going, keep going after your yourself. Keep going after knowing yourself, loving yourself, loving your family, embracing your mental health, um, embracing the, the the challenges and difficulties that you've had in your past, um, embrace everything, um, learn something new about yourself, learn something new about your partner, your, your family, um, you know, what you want to do, what you want to have, what kind of lifestyles do you want to have, create, you know, start a business, um, you know, go back to school, start a new career, whatever it is that you're wanting to do in your life, just keep going. And don't let people who are hating, obviously, because um, the the haters are going to always hate. And then the haters are always going to say, well, do you need that right now? Do you think that it's time for you to do it? Or they may say, I don't think you should do that. I think you should do this or, or whatever the case may be. You guys can know if people are hating. Um, there's so many different verbiages that people say nowadays that are haters let them hate let them hate they're gonna always hate regardless of what you do and if they do then you have a choice and you have a decision to make if you want to keep that person or people around you in your life um and if you do you you love them from afar and if you don't then say kick rocks um whatever it is that you're wanting to do but hear me it's possible for you it's possible for you to overcome the mental health it is so possible for you to turn your life into something beautiful something meaningful something that you can embrace something that you are empowered to help other people just like myself so you're not alone in it you are not alone no matter what people are telling you no matter what or no matter how you're feeling in this moment you're never alone because there's somebody or someone that has gone through what you're currently going through and you know this podcast shows you anything is that it's real life it's real stories it's real experiences and it's words of encouragement in every message, in every episode. And it's, it's going to help you through what you need to get through. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Definitely share this episode with someone that you feel that needs to hear the message in this. Someone who needs to um, move through whatever challenges that they're going through right now. Um, Or someone who feels like they don't believe it's going to be possible for them. Or someone who feels like this is just an all to no end. But it's not. It's just the beginning. Unfortunately, it's just the beginning. And your life is going to be just amazing once you overcome this. It's just a hiccup in the road. And so let us help you move through that in our episodes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, I truly appreciate your amazing support. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this podcast or this episode that you feel like who needs it the most. We are here to help you with your real life experiences um, and really cover everything and everything that we have gone through, that I have gone through, um, and to share the things and really give you some real life advice give you some real words of encouragement and empower you to take the next step all right everyone i will catch you guys next week with a brand new episode i cannot wait to share you have an amazing wonderful day and have a great week i'll catch you guys next week